slightly unusually, I've been hosting, but I'm also going to kind of introduce Christina um, and why we've asked her to share a prophetic word rather than preach this morning. So it says this in Ephesians 2, verse 20. Oh, I hear all the paper Bibles. It's so exciting. I can hear them in the room. It says this, together we are his house built on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. And the cornerstone is Christ Jesus himself. We believe that we are a church on a mission for God. When this church was planted, it came with um, two major words over it. And the two major words were that, um, and it was Duncan and Jill, so Lauren's mum and dad, and Maddie's mum and dad, she's in the room as well. Welcome, Maddie. Um, and Cam's mum and dad as well, but he's not here, so I'm not going to get excited. And they all came as well, actually. They were this high. And, uh, and Maria did babysitting for them. Thank you. So for those not in the room, Maria is making sure that everyone knows she was the first person baptised in the church. And she... She also looks after the Hanson children. So well done. And Jerry's children. Jerry, be thankful. <laughs> but it came with two, they came up here with two major words. One of them was that they would be a church that started many gospel fires across North London. So that would be um, that they would start a church that would then start other churches that would be gospel fires on fire for God in this place. And it, I've forgotten which, you've probably heard this story a million times. Do you know who it was that started in the, them in the south of London? Oh gosh, I've heard it a million times as well. What they saw was actually in the south of London there was actually loads of charismatic churches, loads of churches going out and doing mission, but actually in the north there was quite a void of it. And so actually they came up here with a vision for planting out other gospel churches that would see this area evangelize and save for Jesus, starting gospel fires, fires that were on fire for Jesus, worshipping him, glorifying him, but taking the message of the gospel out to the local community. And they came with another word, which was about a spider plant. Now, if you're a gardener, you know what a spider plant is. So it grows quite big, but then it sends shoots off, which will then grow other little plants. And it will be connected to the big plant for a while, and then it will disconnect after that. And again, it's, the, it's a similar picture where actually you will be ascending church. You will send out other gospel churches to go and proclaim the gospel in the areas of North London. Now, if you were uh, part of Trinity for a long time, like the first probably 12, 13 years, you'd have heard that message again and again. We spoke about it again and again, because actually from Ephesians 2, we believe that we are founded on the apostles and the prophets and the prophetic word and God speaking in. So God spoke in, and that is who we believe that we are. Now, over this time, over COVID, we've been stirred afresh for this vision. We've been stirred afresh that we need to be people who are on fire for Jesus. We need to be a community that is on fire for Jesus, worshipping him, encountering him, burning brightly for him, passionately for him. But we also need to be a church that is sending church plants out. Because London needs Jesus now more than ever. And this is an opportune moment. This is an opportune moment where we, the church, can shine brightly. We, the church, can shine brightly with the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
And so we're leaning back into that afresh. We're leaning back in to those prophetic words and we're, we're on a journey now of thinking, do you know, God, how do we do this? And it's quite humbling because we don't have this big plan. We don't have this big picture. We just know God is calling us something afresh and we're saying, okay, God, if it's your calling, show us how to do it. Speak into us. Show us the direction of how to do that. This week, as I was praying, I came across Acts 16, 6 to 10. And what it says is this. This is Paul, on his, uh, Paul and Silas on, a, on their second missionary journey. So if you know Acts, um, Acts was the, um, the basically the birth of the church where Jesus had ascended to heaven. That happens in Acts 1. And then people get sent out on missionary journeys in order to take the gospel to new ground and then the gospel to new places. And in Acts 16, this is just before Paul's second, or no, it's within Paul's second journey. And it says this, they went through the region of Phrygia and Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. And when they had come up to Maesia, they attempted to go into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not allow them. So passing to Maesia, they went down to Troas, and a vision appeared to Paul in the night. A man of Macedonia was standing there, urging him, saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. And when Paul had seen the vision, immediately we sought to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Paul had been trying to get into all these areas. He had been going city to city to preach the gospel and to plant churches. But there was things stopping him from doing it. In moments, there was things that, you know, it just came up against something, actually. And actually, he, he says it was the Holy Spirit, or it was the Spirit of Jesus that stopped him going into certain areas to preach the gospel. Now, we have been, uh, we've experienced that a couple of times. As we've pressed forward, there was a, a church, lo uh, we wanted to go into an area, and there was a church locally, and we thought, oh yeah, this is working, this is working. But all of a sudden, it stopped, and it just kind of didn't, we couldn't get to that place. And then there was a church in another area and we, again, were building that relationship and we were, it seemed like, okay, we're going to get into that place, we're going to move and we're going to plant into there. And then it stopped. And so we're like, you know, okay, God, we're wanting to push into this vision. We're willing to push into this vision. We need you to speak into it. A season of transition, which I believe we're in now. So a season of taking us from one place to another place isn't always an easy season to be in. It's sometimes a bit frustrating, you know, you want to get going, you want to go, you want to just, yeah, let's, let's just race on with this. We're excited, let, let's just do this. And so it can be quite frustrating when you've put a lot of work in and you're thinking, oh, this is going somewhere, and then it stops. But then all of a sudden, in Paul, in this story, the Holy Spirit spoke to Paul. And he saw a vision, and he said, Go here and do this. And immediately, Paul got up and he went there and he did that. And what it did was it opened up the next path of the mission. And it, and it led to the mission of God coming out into Europe. And so uh, he went over to Macedonia and uh, he met Lydia there. Oh, hey, Lydia. Welcome. <laughs> met Lydia there. And um, sorry, I checked myself off. Um, and then Lydia introduced 
Paul to uh, a group of people and uh, in, of her household, and then a, a church was planted in Lydia's house, and then the gospel went out, and then they went further to the next place for the gospel to, con- to continue to go. When God speaks, doors open, and then we walk through. And so we're just really hungry in this season to actually, we really need to be hearing God's voice. We really need to be hearing what God is saying to us as a church in order to open the next doors, in order to say, actually, go there, do this. We really want to be hearing the, God, the voice of God. And we know that Chris is gifted as, uh, she has a, a spiritual gifting of prophecy. And she listens to God and she hears God. And that is why we invited her in to speak today. And we've asked her to do a, a relatively brave thing. We've asked her to not speak as Chris, but speak as a word that God has given. So it will be in the first person. So when you hear, I am telling you this, I am speaking this, we believe that God has given her a word to speak into the church today. So this morning, this is what I believe God is saying to us, and I'm going to read it out as I talk it through with Andy and Duncan. I want to remind you as a church and individuals that I have made you significant uh, as I have made you significance. I want to make you more sensitive than what you are hearing from the news. This morning I am going to break the spirit of grief, sadness and trauma in your life. I am going to fill your lungs with my breath. I want you to stand up and not be passive at this moment. You are not a defeated people. I want you to rise up in my strength, get your posture right, get ready to taste and witness the grace and favour I have upon you. I am going to increase favour to the church and you as individuals. I am calling you out to be culture architects, culture shapers and culture changers for this generation. I want you to shape the culture around you by being in my presence, prioritizing my presence. I want you to recognize the extent of influence I'm giving you as a church and as an individual. 10 years ago, actually 10 years and two days ago, I gave you the center, you started small, but I have grown your influence. If you have the eyes of faith to see what I have done through you, I am going to multiply what I am going to do in the next decade. I am going to increase my favour on you, provide for you finances and people. The future is in my hands. When you set your hope on my son Jesus, you will find yourself shaping the culture around you. You might think your life is too ordinary or boring. I love to use the ordinary. Humbled people to change the culture, to change the culture by the Spirit. I open the doors for you and now I want you to open the doors for people. I want you to trust in my timing. The future is in my hands. I want to tell you again, The future is in my hands. I am giving you a pivotal role in recovery for North London and beyond. Every morning, partner with me, ask me what I want you to do. 
reflect how generous I have been to you as a church. Now, I want you to be generous to people as a church and as individuals. I am making you fruitful and even more fruitful. I'm going, going to commission you to make many, many disciples be the salt and light of the world. I have made some of you sowers, some of you reapers. The harvest is coming. You want clarity and what you are called to do, but clarity isn't a light bulb moment. I just want you to walk with me, come on an adventure with me, trust me. I am the future. I hold the future. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Are you ready for me to partner? Are you ready for me to partner with me again today for an adventure? Whom shall I send? Whom shall I send? I have words for a few people. I might not be able to go through everybody that I have here, but I will message you. Firstly, I want to say to Noetta, I know you are watching Noetta. Yes, it's you. Jeremiah 29.7, I always tell Duncan he stole this verse from me, but it's from the Bible. But seek the welfare of the city where I have sent you into exile and pray to the Lord on its behalf for in its welfare will find a welfare. Your prayers move God. You are called to intercede and pray for people. No matter I felt this is for you because I felt that God wants to call you out to intercede and pray for people. So if you need any prayer things to be done, call Noetta. Um, Beth, I have a word for you as well. I know this is the first time we met but, and, and we might have spoken over the phone, but I just felt God wants to tell you that, you know, there are many doors in front of you. I actually saw a few. The ground is very loose and you're sowing seeds. You're seeking God for clarity. But God wants you to know that the clarity is also about journey. how is your journey with Him. And I also saw you with a picture of you standing in front with a selection of doors. You're praying, which door should I go in? And, and when is the right time to open doors? God wants to tell you this today. His timing is, is His timing, not yours. And He wants you to know that when you open any doors you can just walk through it but he wants you to take a risk with him and you will know the timing is wrong when you walk through a door and it close but god says that just journey with him take risks with him um manuela dear friend of mine i i just feel god wants to tell you you are entering into a new season into a new song and that you are graduating and he's so proud of that journey that you have come through with him and you, you are very petty, but God said you're small but mighty. And then as you're sitting there, as we were worshipping, I saw your mouth grow bigger and bigger than your, than your face. And it, it, God just wants to tell you that I've given you a mouthpiece and this season you're going to speak the truth and you're going to sow the seeds and that you will recognise which seeds you will reap, which seed is going to harvest and he wants you to come along those that you see that you are... That those seeds that you're reaping, he wants you to come along with them. And he's giving you a mouthpiece to go and make disciples. Netman, you know, I, I'm not a gardener. If Duncan is here, he, he possibly would help me to clarify this. I, firstly, the seeds are sowed in a pot, the roots taken, and then you need to be reported. Am I right, Andy? Do you know gardening? <laughs> so you need to be reported. God wants to tell you 
he saw, I saw this plant, the roots has been taken root, getting stronger. Do you want me to yeah. translate that? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were... It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've changed it. No, I haven't. I'm going to use that as well. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That. So. I saw a picture of a plant that the roots have taken root. God wants to tell you, the world can tell you what you can and cannot do, but he wants you to know in him everything is possible. And he wants you to know Psalms 139, which you have it there, yeah. For you are created in my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. And he wants to tell you, Jeremiah 17, 7, but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. God wants to tell you, it's okay, just trust me, just trust me. It's my timing, it's my timing. ولی کسی رحمت می شود که خدا را به خود را به خداوند می سپارد و اتکاش به اوست ولی خداوند می گوید به من ایمان داشته باش به من ایمان داشته باش همه چیز امکان پذیر است I think just one one, one answer. Um, so this, um, I have a few more, but I'm going to write to you. But this one, do you know, I have told him so many times as a wife, but I'm going to stand here that God has given me this, and I want to read it and prophesy over you, and that is my husband. Um, Romans 12, 6, 8. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If you, your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. If you are serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. I have always told you over the years that your gifting is God. I know you believe God wants you to. I know God gave you a gifting of teaching and you knew that, but this time around, I believe God wants you to rise up, take your mat and walk. You have the gift of teaching, but you have given yourself lots of reasons why you cannot do it. This is where the wife come in and say, yeah. <laughs> I have given you the gift of teaching, so receive it. Take your mat, stand up and walk. No time for you to wait for the right timing. I have gathered people for you to teach, so get your act together. So get your act together is from the wife. <laughs> and the over to you. Isn't it, isn't it good to just get some prophetic encouragement? I think, um, Christina, you, you're a, a real encourager when you bring words, so thank you for that. Other than to your husband, who has to just get on and do it. Um, there's, a, there's a real sense 
of us needing to be a real pray, prayerful people at this time. In Matthew 10, it says that actually, I, I have a ripe harvest for you, but the number of workers is few. So pray, and I will send more into the harvest for you. And I think we just need to be, you know, people who are on our knees, praying and asking God to bring his, his workers to the field to be sent out. And also, you need to be ready to be sent out. This is what it says in Matthew 28. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given to you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. I think we're coming into a time where we need to recognize that Jesus has called us to make disciples of all nations. Now, I think it was quite significant that Chris got an Iranian speaker up. I've lost you now. Hi, Fariba. I think it's significant because God doesn't just call us to locations. He calls us to people groups. And I think there's, you know, there's people groups in North London that we will be called to to reach out to, but you know, we're on our knees saying, God, which people groups is it that you're calling out to? Maybe it'll be your friends, your colleagues, your neighbors. Maybe it'll be the people that you're connecting in with. The gospel spreads most through relationship. You know, through relationship, that is when most people come to know Jesus. If they know someone and they trust them and they have a relationship with them, the gospel can spread into new communities. That's what we see happen again and again. Is God wanting to reach into your community? No, let me say that again. God is wanting to reach into your community. If you are there as his reconciler, this is what it says in 2 Corinthians 5. 2 Corinthians 5 says this. We are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never, never sinned, to be the offering of sin for us, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. If you are in a friendship group, it's because God wants to reach into your friendship group. If you are in a family, it's because God wants to reach in to, his, to that family. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon you. Now, what I would love to do, I would love to pray for people. I'd love to pray for those who are in friendship groups and they're not seeing the fruit that their desire or want to see come to pass. They're praying and they're thinking, okay, God, what, what is going on? I want to be reaching out into the neighborhood, but you know, sometimes I'm a bit timid. Sometimes I'm, I, I don't share this or that. Sometimes I, I get a bit anxious or worried about doing that. And, and, and you're just not seeing the fruit. And maybe it's because of your weakness, but maybe it's because also you know, we just need to be on our knees and I want to be praying for all of you. So if there's anyone here who that specifically resonates with, I'd love you to stand up. Good bravery. Well done. Well done. Really good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you have called each one of these your children. Lord God, I thank you that your hand is upon them, Lord Jesus, to, 
to bring your kingdom into this world, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we just stand together now and say, Lord God, reach into these friendship groups, Lord God. We pray that your spirit would come in new and greater measure, Lord Jesus. We pray that you would be giving words of knowledge to your children, Lord God, that they would know prophetically what to say, prophetically how to be. I pray, Lord Jesus, that they would know that, that you are using them, Lord God, the weak things of this earth, to bring glory to you, Lord Jesus. I pray that there would be a new release upon them, Lord Jesus, in this next season, Lord. I pray for new opportunities where they, they meet one-on-one or, or they meet in a group, Lord God, where your spirit just comes and, and wells something up in that group, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray that we would be seeing our friends come to know you, Lord Jesus, in greater number than ever before, Lord Jesus. I pray for open doors, Lord Jesus. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that your spirit of power would be upon us, Lord Jesus. Your spirit of power, Lord God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are the God on mission. You are the God on mission, Lord Jesus. It's your mission to seek and to save the lost, Lord Jesus. And I pray for a new outpouring of your spirit on these people who've willingly and obediently got up to say, I want to reach into my, my friendship group, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. We wait on your power now, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, we speak a new day, a new season, Lord Jesus. A new season of your gospel going forward, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In your precious name, Lord. Amen. Good bravery. Well done. And then I'd just like to pray over anyone who is from an Iranian background in here. If you're willing to stand up, I would love to pray for you. Iranians. There we go. And while we do this, can Hastings and Shane, can you, can you come up? I don't know if you're going to understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but just let the spirit, spirit come. Spirit come out. Let me encourage you, just put your hands out to receive the spirit of Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. 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 Come, Lord Jesus. Lord God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are reaching in to an Iranian community like never before, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Father, that you're reaching in with your loving hand like never before, Lord Jesus. I thank you that your spirit is upon this people group, Lord Jesus. And I pray now for each individual here now, Lord Jesus, I pray, Lord Jesus, your spirit be upon them afresh. Your spirit be upon them anew, Lord Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would anoint them with oil, Lord Jesus, that they would know an anointing of the Holy Spirit upon them. They would know the the authority and weight that you've given them, Lord. That they would know, Lord God, that you send them, Lord Jesus, as people you love, children dearly loved, into their communities, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we pray and ask you to continue your work of gathering, Lord Jesus, this people to you, Lord Jesus. Gathering, Lord God, people to your throne in worship to you, King Jesus. In your precious name, Lord.
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord shines upon you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see a sun rising over you in your personal lives individually, but in your community as well. The sun rising, shining brightly upon you. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord.